0: So, guys, I hope that you are all well. Um, this is take two, so it is. Um, pretty much in this session, what we're going to be looking at is we're going to ask Reese just uh, everything that he's learned and um, from myself. He's going to basically um teach you a lot of concepts that you can p- apply for your coaching to drive better results um for your clients. Okay, so in this session, uh, Alan, I'm just going to mute you if that's okay just for now. In this session, he's going to be sharing loads of principles. Um on that. Okay. So feel free to ask those questions uh, for everyone watching this on the replay, just uh, pop in what their biggest takeaways are. And uh, yeah, we will le- We will get stuck in. So race, obviously last year, to give everyone a little bit of context and stuff, um, 2020 was the year you leveled up and now 2021 is the year you're now in the coach's role. So in a short little, like 30 seconds, just tell the guys a little bit about that.
1: Well, anybody who was sort of here when I started, when I started with Ben in December 2019. Um and I was 18 and a half stone, overweight, overworked, really just everything burnt me out. I was a dad, just everything you could sort of think of I was dad, a business owner, sort of always working. Had that like if you're not, if you're not working, you're not doing anything mentality. I was driving myself into the ground and it was good for my health. As, as we all know, it never is. Um. So I reached out to Ben, got in, and started started the work. And within six months, I'd lost seven stone and had completed the photo shoot. And that was with Martin in it was Reform, I might have been. I actually don't even know which time which it was. Um, that was during June 2020. So 2020, 2020.
0: And then... Um, in that in that process, right, we achieved an unbelievable transformation. And if you haven't seen it, guys, it is incredible. What was the biggest turning point during that transformation for you? What was like the sort of moment where you were like, this is actually happening?
1: I think it was around the time that I actually said, I'm not fucking let's go for a photo shoot. Because whenever we first met, you'd suggest it. you were like, oh, you could do a photo shoot. I was like, no, definitely not. Not even, it was not a thing. Like I was like, that's not me and then I sort of the further I got in I was starting to figure out that a lot of the stuff I thought wasn't me was me I, I was that guy that could run I was that guy that was in the gym three four times a week I was that guy that was actually making progress while being in the gym four or five times a week it wasn't um it wasn't just going to the gym anymore. I was actually doing something I knew I was going with a plan I knew I was going to get somewhere with this like it wasn't like every other time i tried i had someone in my corner pushing me and that's the sort of feeling that i wanted to make sure everybody else had like you have someone there waiting pushing you getting like it's the feeling we want everybody to have that comes with us on, the, on their journey we want them to know that we're in their corner and we're shouting name really louder than anybody around them
0: okay so guys i want you to take the, ma- the main aspect from that with your clients set a goal that they don't think is actually possible like that it is your client is borrowing your belief and borrowing your vision now we do have to be aware when we're doing that to ultimately um obviously if they don't know that they want that or that's not them we have to use sometimes our own instinct but then also as well we have to understand so like give a goal that's bigger than they can't actually see but As well, within reason, like there's no point trying to make someone do a photo shoot if it isn't their goal. Um, you have to know in line and read between what they really want, but um, what they really want in the back of their mind. So, no, absolutely incredible. Now, what's been the what's been it been like now switching from client to coach and helping everyone else? What's been that sort of shift been like?
1: It was definitely odd at the start, it has sort of parts where you're like. Like I used to be on the other side of this. How do you sort of? Because you're sort of starting in a plant mindset. You're sort of like when you first begin. You're like, right, what would I want to hear? What would I sort of need to know? And and realistically, they didn't come here because of, they were going to hear what they wanted to hear. They didn't come to you for you to hold their hand and say it's all okay. We're gonna we're gonna eat marshmallows all day. You no, know, you know. So you, you want the one of the sort of first things I had to get in was that. I know what I'm talking about and that these people have came, came in the Ben and Ben's trusted me as well to help them because he trusts what I, he trusts what I know. So okay. I,
0: There's two aspects there guys. I want you to take in. The first aspect is it's you have to give them what they don't want to hear. Like that is the, as we said, it's not about marshmallows and thinking that you have to sometimes say what they don't want to hear. And then the second aspect is that, lean into what you know you know more than what you think and that like taking that into your coaching taking that in like you know more and when you back that that's when you can say what you want to say that's when you can drive more action and when you're certain about that so it's just letting yourself know and the the concept that I remember I said the race and I say this to a lot of you is if you went into a coffee shop would you know would you know more than 90% of people like if you got all of your clients in front of you would, you, would it be loud and clear that you know more than anyone else or you can get the result better than anyone else in that room? If you had all your clients in that room, are you the person that knows the way out? Okay, so it's just really important to think uh, to sort of say that. What else was sort of a big surprise? Um,
1: obviously, whenever you're sort of working, at start, you sort of a wee bit like shaky. You don't know because uh, you're sort of thinking, right, I got myself. shape with the coach but was that the coach or was that me or was that you know you're sort of doubting that but whenever you sort of get down to the thing of it I know what worked for me and I know that it doesn't work for everybody else like I was saying there when you know you know sort of how to work with certain people and even if something doesn't work knowing how to sort of go right oh, yeah, well, that didn't work. It's not that you were wrong. It's just that this person doesn't work that way. Or that, like, their body's slightly different. or that, So, like, not beating yourself up over, like, things that aren't generally mistakes, things that are learning. Like, whenever you get someone in, you can't just put them on the same diet, the same nutrition, or the same workout plan, the same sort of thing, and it work 90% of the time because everybody's so individual. Like, it, it, like I'm sure whenever these come in, he's fill in the, the coaching hall. Uh, and you see just high in depth it is. What what we use that for is like literally to tailor plans and to tailor nutrition and to make sure that when we're coming to you that we can go right. So he doesn't like this when he's eating done like that. We can look at that and see right. He likes this, likes that, likes this. But we can suggest those and healthier alternatives for them. Things that are like it or whenever you're looking at training, you're going look, right. Somebody's got an injury here we want to work around that but we don't want to make them feel invalid
0: because of that injury um just making everybody want to do the workouts so everyone is different so look at you didn't you thought when you came in that it was down to you but now as a coach you realize shit like some things don't work with certain people and we have to like alter it and just make it applicable to them and what they need is that what you're saying is that is that yeah
1: yeah, yeah, just sort of like
0: that, that's
1: part of the like beauty of it all, like getting it sort of uh, finding what works with each person. And you'll find things that cross over. You'll find things that do But just it gives you that more that bit of a more of a connection with your client. You know that they, they'll know that everything was taken and made for them. You know,
0: absolutely, class. And now, what was the biggest thing? We're going to get stuck um, in the end. It's,
1: then, but- there. Sorry,
0: there's a bit of a lag. What were you saying there?
1: Um, no, I was saying I had, had another one there, but like...
0: oh, sorry, sorry, there's a bit of a lag. So there is hopefully it, uh, now nine again. It, um, comes in, but hopefully, um, it, 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 we can flow with it. Um, now one, we're gonna get stuck into the insights, but one thing I just sort of want to um ask is that from going from client to coach, what surprised you from being on the Front end of all the like information, the trainings, the group, and then being in the back end, what surprised you like uh, in regards to how we actually run, how I run, how we do things, uh, the education, how I spend my time? What was the the sort of what surprised you about that? How much you get done a
1: day, how much sort of planning, how much things that go on that you sort of never even thought of like what sort of things that are systemized, what things are actually done what things that you sort of you just sometimes you can't even grasp it Did you hear that alright? Well, so uh, you broke up a bit? Oh, it's Just sort of the things that go on in the background like there's so much that we don't even sort of think of like as a clan you don't think of you just think of like how he's he's messaging me or he's messaging this guy and he's on here and he's done but like you don't think of all the all the programming all the all, all the messages like there's there's loads of these you know what I mean like there's loads of people that are getting back to there's things that need done there's other things in the background even further out like on the business and just seeing that um, the the amount that Ben can get done in the a day and then the other things is seeing that like that there's still stuff he doesn't get done and that it doesn't you know the world doesn't like fire, things don't need done right now, half the time. And I think that's the thing we all get caught up with. Um thinking like, right, we've made a to-do list and the planning, the plan's here. And if the plan doesn't go exactly to the plan, then you know, we may as well scramble and throw it out the window. You can you can say, like, right, I could do this or I could not do this. Yeah. That mm. uh, that's just like just if you have a daily list of things that you need to do. Like putting like, things like that you need to do at the top and having things you could do if you have the time, or eventually moving them up and making sure you eventually get through them. You know, I'll do one thing off my could do list today, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And then eventually getting through People don't think of it like that. We've lost you again, Reese. Just a second, guys. I'm going to move and see if I can get somewhere that has. Hello? Hello, yeah. I'm going to move and see
0: if I can get better connection somewhere. Okay. So I can can make sure that we're getting the best of this. Okay, so 100%. So, guys, I'm pretty much like what Reese was saying there, and uh, what I want to extract for it for you is that pretty much. There's a lot more that you can get done, um, the first thing. And I think uh, down to that, like receives every single day um, what I outline from a, uh, a work point of view, from a personal point of view, the breaks and things like that, like we can communicate every single morning. And there is a lot more that what you can get done. And sometimes like even there's people that I am surrounded by and it opens my eyes to just, whoa, you can get a lot more, especially with everything that you're doing in the academy with your energy and your food and your training and your sleep, it optimizes, so optimizes your output. So that's the first thing I want you to take away. The second thing I want you to take away from that is when you're like now going out and promoting your coaching, like when you're going out and actually as well, like charging a premium fee for your coaching, like, you're not given workouts and you're not given macros, you're not given that. That's one aspect, but there's so much more behind the scenes. Like, there's so much more, even like small little things like setting your Facebook groups up, your accounts, like how you manage things, um, like updating. Like, there is just so much that will go on and over time you'll um start delegating those out but like there's so so much that you do and there's much more that you do than you realize and it's you have to really just remember that and um, you have to remember that when you're planning your weeks you have to remember you your plan your days and then ultimately as well when you're promoting your service there's so much that you do and it's really just important to realize that if you don't realize that as well and um, you'll end up uh being all over the place uh, you'll end up as well not managing your energy effectively and you'll end up as well disservicing uh, yourself and the, the the prospect and stuff so it's really important to sort of um uh to just remember that the third aspect i just want you to take the from that as well is, guys i don't get everything done like i, I don't uh, uh, when you're uh like in a coaching business and things like guys you will always have things that need to be done that won't be done and there'll always be like core things that you need to do. Usually like the core things will be the actual running. So it's like making sure that you're doing that. But then also as well, like there'll always be aspects that you could work on. So it's about making sure that the biggest task is being done and the task that moves everyone forward and keeps the coaching running forward. That's the thing that you really need to double down on. Um and then be be great at sort of prioritizing this is needed now. This is needed later. This can wait um and be okay with like having projects burning projects having projects burning projects be okay with that okay so that's the next aspect now we're gonna go into some uh coaching insights um so we are so race like from coming on board coaching helping all the guys get incredible results what have you learned like what's a few like just uh give us a point and then explain it give us a point and then explain it we'll just um, we'll just sort of stop in and go back and stop in and go back on it. Okay.
1: 100%. Um, sorry about the brief intermission. The Wi-Fi was horrible in the kitchen there, but um, a few insights, like I've got nine here, but I could probably have went on all day. Like there's just so many things that have uh, over the last year and a half that I'm learning constantly or that you're always picking up or you're learning from a new person every every few weeks, you know what I mean? If if you're looking forward, it's there. Um, One of the biggest ones that stands out for me is small actions. Small actions sometimes have the biggest impact on clients. Like that can just, like that's what's going to set you apart from a PT in the gym or that's going to set you apart from someone else. The fact that you are willing to put in an extra touch point when you know someone's having a hard week the fact that you remember their kid's partner or dog's name, um, asking them a question about their life whenever you're getting a touch point. It's not also, you know, how I was work, or, you know, something to sort of to set you apart, Like you, not to make you a friend, but to let them know that you care about what they're doing in life and you care about the people around them as well.
0: And like what sort of small actions stood out to you about what we do? Um on like, guys.
1: Just like if um if you're ill and you get a message saying hey man hope you're okay I, I heard you weren't well and that you know I just like the like they ask how you're doing or something you know, and that or helping you through that or knowing that something hard's happened with uh, with yourself like ben, ben and me check in with each other pretty much every day um especially if one of one of us is having a hard time and that's that's not just what we do with each other we do that with you guys as well if we know someone in the academy's having a hard day or having a hard time and there's something that and we think that we could help them or even just lift their spirits by having a joke with them or something you know we'll do that it's not it's not like a job it's we are we genuinely care about each person and we want to make sure that they feel that, that they feel that they're important to us as well
0: so i, I want for it to really extract i think that's amazing and one sort of uh, key concept that we have is do whatever it takes. <laughs> like do whatever it takes to get the person the result. And like we have systems and we have systems of like how we operate, what we do things, and we want you to have systems. So it's like the systems when you do your check-ins, when you do your sessions, when you do X, Y, and Z. But do not like be stuck in those. Like if someone is going for a hard time literally like get them on a call message them talk to them be there for them like when they need it just be there adapt the system to them and their needs don't get me wrong you want to have a system that works and stuff but you gotta have that and like when someone's going through a period like just be there be that rock as well as that also like we said go over and beyond like like go that extra mile get to know them like want to like be a part of their life and their journey and all that like actually like want to see their growth go more and be engrossed in it i think that's a like a big big aspect just uh, to really sort of take in so the small actions go a long way getting your clients to re- realize their small actions will go a long way um so no i think that's an incredible point um what would be another coaching insight that you've just um that you could pass on to to really uh, upskill the guys well one
1: do no do no harm when a client comes to you they don't that's another reason behind the sort of in-depth questionnaire. If someone cannot do a back squat, we're not going to give them a back squat. If this person is doing a movement, if you're in person with them, you see it and it looks like shit, it's your duty to tell them that doesn't look great. We're going to, we're going to get, we're going to get your squat great, but we'll have to work from here. You know, we'll get you doing this, showing them that progression in that way, but it's your duty to look after them. Like if, if someone comes and tells you that, well, I'm injured and it was because of your program, like, mm. fuck, you know, that that that's not what any of us got into this for. We want to make sure that everybody leaves you in a better state than what they found you in. Or when you find them, you want to leave them in a better state. So that can be applied to their training, but that can also be applied to the, when you're messaging someone. If you're messaging someone, generally you want them to be leaving with a new fire, with a new thing of going, like, yes. You don't want to make them feel like, A teacher, you're not shouting at them. You're not you're not like oh you didn't do your homework today. No, no, like you want them to want to be a part of what you're doing. Mm -hmm. That that's where like the screening at the start is important because you can take in what they want, what they need, whether they're going to fit you in the way of like right. Does this person just want someone to shout at them, or does this person want to make a good change and be supported throughout it?
0: Okay, so I just want to backtrack. First off, guys pop it in the chat what's been your biggest takeaway um so far what have you taken away pop it in the chat And i just want to backtrack on two points there okay the first point i want you to really sort of take in is and this is something that reese um and i when we were chatting we were going through programming and stuff at the start is don't fix pivot okay so when someone's got a squat like yes we want to make them and if they can't do it we can improve that but sometimes a really fast way is to pivot the exercise and just get them onto a leg press for the meantime. And then we can look at that later. And it's making the exor- it's making the client, like giving them the easiest way with the least amount of resistance to get the result that they want. But that is in the onset. In the onset, like there is a period where we, the, the client is just simply wanting a result. But what you'll notice as you go through the journey, the client will want to actually do the movement Okay, so it's like sometimes our first interact, our first instant action is the coach to like problem solve, but sometimes the best thing is to pivot and to switch that exercise just for easiness and less resistance for the client. Okay, the second thing that we said about is like knowing what to give the client, like understanding. like, do they need a ball in? Give them that energy, giving them that insight, like knowing what to give them and thinking about that. So don't just give the information again. Just don't, don't like have a second thought about what you're saying, but say it in the way that they need it. Each and every single person needs it in a different way. So I, I just there's just so much information, so just like stopping it, making sure they yeah, know. I, stopping it, making on sure. On that know.
1: last point, you're you're just you're wanting to know where to put the hand. Are you putting the hand on their back? to be with them or are you going to give them a slap in the arse and tell them to hurry up?
0: Yeah, 100%. And we've got a few more uh, takeaways in here. Set a goal they, that they think isn't achievable within reason. Um, and then Patty, lean into the fact that you know more than what you think you know, 110%. Okay, what else have we got, Reese? What else is sort of, like, what else could you share with the guys to upskill them on their coaching just on practices, insights, communication? Well, um, another sort of it's, this
1: goes off the last one at the same time. It's just like with every sort of interaction with the client, you want to know that you're depositing some sort of car or some sort of value so that they can sort of take that away and feel like that you're adding as well. Because when you get them the result, they'll, they'll remember the result, yes. But they'll also remember how you made them feel while they were getting the result because people generally don't remember what people say they remember how to made them feel as well and if they had a great experience with you they're going to be if they need to come back they'll be more likely to come back to you or they'll be more likely to send people your way because you made them feel great and got them what they wanted
0: yeah 100 percent. so always lead them with value and just as we say all them always leave them closer to the next level like, that's, uh, that's an ethos is always leave them wanting to level up and closer to the next level.
1: You're a coach, and they get on at A, and they want to get to B. So you're you're just a, a vessel of transport. I was actually talking to uh, a guy the other day, and I said to him, like, you're a train. People get on. They, they're getting on at A and want to get to B. And this leads me into the next point. You're the engine on that train. And if you're operating, and if you're getting shit done, you're eating right, you're, at, you're in at the gym, you're making sure that you're paying your dues, then people are going to look up and go, fuck, that guy gets shit done. That guy works. That guy does what he says he's doing. He's not just telling me to. And they're going to work twice as hard. That, that train's not going to feel quite as heavy when you're moving at 100 miles an hour.
0: And guys, I really just want to open up on that, okay? You're changing clients' behaviors. Your clients' behaviors will only be as strong as your behaviors. Okay. So if your behaviors are off, your clients' behaviors will be off too. There will over time be a, 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 there will over time be that. It's like your behaviors are the strongest point. So it's about doing the right thing. It's about eating the right food. It's about doing and following through and leading from the front. And that isn't always as well with like training and nutrition. That's also as well, like opening up and talking about vulnerability. That's also as well, like doing the thing behind the scenes when no one sees it. That's also as well, going and saying what people need to say and being very convicted. That's also as well, saying no to opportunities that aren't aligned. Like it's the, it's your behaviors and your client's behaviors will only be as strong as your behaviors. So it's really, really, really important to, to notice that. And as Reece says, you're the engine. You are the engine for them. Okay. So if you're not turning up when you you don't feel like it and you know you have to, it's that that'll that that'll leak through. Um it'll leak through um in your clients. So it's really important just to sort of recognize that. Okay. Um what else would you say, Reese, just from your points and things? I seen the other day
1: when Ben put a post in that everybody was saying that they had sort of problems with clients sticking to stuff um and sort of adhering and i have two sort of points that i thought of on it and i was like you know what i'll share this on the coach's corner because it's sort of i wanted to get a bit of time to articulate it what we see a lot of is people doing everything for a client that don't give that client enough sort of room on the leash to go and find things out their way that's like when someone comes in day one they're on a meal plan day two they're that their plans this and they're told that they can't change it and there's no you know and that sort of doesn't breed adhere like adhesion because they don't want that they want something that fits them so like tailoring things making sure that everything sort of is going to be as easy as possible for this person if if you know that they have like a lower back problem and you're piling on things that put pressure on their lower back they're not going to want to do it they're not going to want to do the program even if this program has produced results with millions of people they're not going to want to do it if you've given them a meal plan that is very funky and full of flavor and it's not something they would usually eat or that needs nine million different ingredients in the shop they're not going to do it mm. or giving someone that freedom and saying here is like your calories here's your amount here's your thing and seeing what they do with it giving them suggestions and giving them all the information they need is going to do a lot more than just giving them everything they need.
0: Okay. So I want to backtrack on that because there's so much in there, right? The first point is pretty much right, guys. Let your clients breathe. Don't be on top of them all the time. Let them breathe. Give them what they need. So make sure that they've got absolutely everything that they need. They've got the basic uh, aspects to get the results. So nutrition, training, macros, whatever. They've got that what they need. Then as well, support them and have a reliable presence with them. Like have a reliable presence that they know that they can reach out at you. And you do that for communication. Every single time you probably hear a voice note, guys, I always open up for more chat, more conversation, more support if you need it. But then as well, let them have the confidence to let them make the mistakes, do the right thing. It's all you are as a facilitator on their journey. So it's let them off, let them go do the thing and have confidence in that, okay? Now, you want to take this back to where you were
1: and sort of project it. When you were making your journey, you made mistakes. You learned from them. Sometimes you need to let a client make the mistake, but just not let it go on as long as you would have. Like uh, if you'd went out at the weekend, you'd get wrecked, then you at crap food for four or five days after you want your client to know that they can go out and then they can come and you can help them on getting the next step or you want them to know that they can do it, just not overdo
0: it. And when you're coaching Reese, how do you like let them sort of have that space and go and do it and but then at the same time, how do you monitor that things are going well? Like how do you gauge yeah, so how do you have that confidence and trust?
1: Because at the end of the day, they came here. You know that there's a degree of it there. There's a want, and they've passed. know Like, they've passed the, the past is sort of getting in, and they've, they've been on calls. We know that they want it. You just need to give them the tools. Like, you can teach a man to fish, and he'll, he'll eat for the rest of his life. But if you give him a fish, he'll just eat for that day. That's okay. what we're trying to do. We're trying to build and teach... If we could build on that habit, teach that lesson, let them learn how to fish. So, and knowing, sorry, just knowing that trust sir, is It's just whenever you reach out to them and they tell you that they fucked up and that they didn't track that day or that they went out at the weekend and they didn't track or they've done this and they didn't, and they just haven't got back on. And you know what? It's never met with a fucking slap up the back of the head and get the fuck back on. You know, it's, it's met with compassion because we've all done it. know like yeah look we've done this let's not focus on what's happened let's just focus on getting into the next week and getting back on top
0: so there's one point that you mentioned that I really just want to go back on and it's so simple and it's so needed remember they're on your program because they want to change (laughs) like they've paid a fee to be on your program because they want to change and just having that in your mind will literally just allow for you to like sometimes give them space sometimes challenge them and also as well sometimes like keep doing the work with them even when they don't even when it's hard sometimes we get clients guys and it's hard to get them the result loads is going on they don't seem like they're implementing but you gotta remember they they're in because they want to change so it's going there so i love that point i think that was exceptional so reese um we'll finish it off with sort of one more point um what's sort of another coaching like a lesson or upskill that you could give to the guys to help them improve their coaching
1: Sam can trying pick one
0: <laughs> there's so many um, we've got it before and he has noted down so pick one that you think or even just yeah comes to mind when a client doesn't
1: speak, like whenever you don't hear from a client, that's generally louder than what they're going to say. Mm. That's telling you that there's something not right, that there's something sort of missing, that they're they're not engaging. And there's a reason generally. Um, I know if you've reached out to people, you've seen it and then you can see the them pulling back or you can feel that they're not sort of telling you everything. Just, sometimes being up front with them because coaching's like 10% of actually coaching is about your coaching 90% of it is about being able to call people and sort of have a hard conversation with them because it's not going to always be comfortable having to drag something out of someone it's never nice having to sort of think but it gets them in the end earn that trust with you because you essentially need that like they're here with you on your program yes but At some point, their trust is going to be like, you know, it could be down to their own personal life, their own thing. But they're going to need to trust you enough to let you help them.
0: Mm. So I just want to take out a few bits on that, because, again, there's so much in there. First point. Nothing is more like that should allow that when someone's not engaging in your process or even engaging to the level that you want, that's more worrying so it is so you got to pay attention to that okay the second thing that reese mentioned that i thought was quality was about asking them a deep so if they do give you an information asking them deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and that's not going to be comfortable sometimes for you or them and what you can even do is like look i don't want to be having this conversation so you got to be able to sit in there and just for that remember what you probably needed okay and then the last aspect is just looking at really sort of and um, just the overall awareness of that is where is this client at and there's going to be personal problems so it's understanding their world you might see them for a session or you might see them in a check-in but what's actually going on in their world and get an understanding of that um when you're sort of coaching them um so no i absolutely love that um guys just pop in what's been your t- biggest takeaway just out of that section and then we'll just finish off with one wee bit And again, Richard, I really appreciate you um, just sharing and talking and um, giving insights.
1: No, it's not really. Any way that I can sort of show people things I've learned or things that sort of might help them in a way.
0: So just waiting on a few of the guys to type in. Having hard conversations and allowing them to make mistakes. Okay. Love the idea of letting them borrow your enthusiasm. Yeah. Hundred percent. They're borrowing your certainty, your belief, your energy. M- make things as easy as possible, as flexible as possible. The hardest combos, um, is where the most progress can be made. At times, that's a great point. And again, like you see, when you're having hard conversations, that's the most productive. You want to welcome that. So I think that's class. And uh, let your client now, believe. so I think
1: there's times, obviously, when some conversations aren't for you to have. So it's important to know like what's in our remit and what's sort of like you can acknowledge and then sort of say like, I think you might need to talk to someone about that or you might need to sort of, um you know, here's a, you know, it might always be handy to have a number for someone or to have to know a person to refer for that as well. Just so that obviously, or some conversations aren't really a coach's remit and aren't really for us to deal with, but just giving them the option to come and talk to us and vent and stuff like that. And then say, look, if you ever did need anything and wanted to delve, delve into that deeper, here's a number for someone.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. So having a like a, a counselor, a therapist, also as well, I recommend physios, um, as well doctor. Um, definitely having just a sort of uh, a network will be massive. And I suppose, race, like, if you were to sort of give yourself a message on day one of coaching. What would you tell yourself to be an up like to, to do be a, a better coach? Like what would be the one sort of thing you want to leave people with? Um and think back to where you were in day one becoming a coach.
1: My biggest thing would just be telling myself I've fucking got this. I put the hard work in. I wanted to do this because it wasn't about me. So stop making it about me i wanted to be the one that are helping people make it about them helping people because i know it's gonna it's gonna change their life you're gonna help it like i don't want to make people do reps and eat shitty food i want people to come and fall in love with something new fall in love with themselves be happy about what they're doing in life because When you're feeling fitter, you're feeling healthier, you know you make better decisions for yourself. You know you value, you start to then value your happiness and value your you and what you want to do. Like from I sort of started and now I'm a completely different person. I've made choices that I wouldn't have dreamed of making. I have choices at the minute that I'm still thinking like, shit, like I wouldn't have been strong enough to do this. Mm. But now... I'm willing to look at this and face this and make these decisions at a higher level because I know they're gonna benefit me. I know they're gonna benefit family, and I know they're gonna benefit the people around me. And that's what it's about. You're wanting to be in the center, yes, but it's not about you. You're in the middle of it, but it's not about you. It's about the circle of let's I'm gonna say it's about your aura. You, you people want to be around you, people need what you're given. And that's, that's what I would say. People need what you're given.
0: Fuck and that's enough.
1: just, from that, you radiate what you're sort of taking in. And if you want to be around that sort of person, you need to give off that signal. You need to give off that uh, sort of vibe. People read it. People know it. And people either love it or don't. And that's sort of how you know whether someone wants to work with you, should work with you, or not because what we can't what we can't, we can't help everybody but there's everybody to help someone
0: absolutely love that absolutely love that guys Could we just give reese some feedback in the chat and uh from my side reese like it's just been fucking class seeing you grow um just from like this year like, i can't believe what's happened this year and how much you've like just helped all the guys and pushed them and really just it's just incredible, mate. I honestly can't put it into words. Um. So no, there's so much in there, um, of what we do here, guys, and um, that we just want to pass on. Um, practical insights, coaching insights, and just sort of how you can go and approach your clients and uh, really approach your day to day situations, um, more effectively. So no, Reese, absolutely class. And uh, yeah, guys. Um, yeah. Um, let's give some race. Oh. Great insight, um, what I call background stuff. Love that, hundred percent. Um, but yeah, guys, uh, absolutely class. A- anyone who's listening back to this on the podcast, um, if you can, just pop in what you've sort of taken away. What stood out like for you? And uh, yeah, just uh, again, give Reese some massive love. I really, really, really appreciate you sharing all that today, bro. No
1: problem. Thank yous for listening.
0: Okay. Guys, we will love you and leave you. Have an absolutely smashing day. And if there's anything at all you need, you know where we are, okay? See you later, guys. Bye.